When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey everybody, welcome to the 2022 North American International Auto Show. And this is a really special video because we're gonna give you a hands-on first-person experience of what it's like to come to the press day here at the Detroit Auto Show and behind the camera. Hello, it's Zach. So Zach is our producer, typically behind the scenes, but he is a wealth of knowledge and he's gonna walk us through some of the new models. Absolutely. So we're gonna start here at Chevrolet. Now Chevrolet had a couple of cool displays that we can show off and it's an interesting thing going on here because we've got a mix of very gasoline powered models and very much electric models and they're kind of coexisting in this interesting booth so as you walk into this giant convention hall you're greeted by lights you're greeted by signs you're greeted by an enormous number of people and cars and let's start out with this truck up front and center in the chevrolet booth what are we looking at zach this is the 2023 Chevy Colorado ZR2. Again, still very much internal combustion. We have a 2.7 liter four-cylinder turbo engine. Absolutely, yeah, and the ZR2 is the off-road spec. Now, the 2023 model has been completely redesigned and completely redesigned for the better, if you ask me. So we got this new front end with the new headlight design, very angular, very aggressive. The ZR2 has the push bar in the front. It's got the black accents, the black decals. I love the stripes down the side because this one is a Desert Boss. What do you think of that name, Desert Boss? That's pretty badass, if you ask me. In fact, let's get a look at that. Look at that desert boss logo along the rear it's got this uh bed bar up top with the zr2 emblems and then of course down there that's the big news right dssv the multimatic shocks it's now still here still here baby that's right <laughs> chevrolet has gone away from the diesel engine in the new colorado they've gone away from the v6 there's only one engine option and a couple of different outputs and that is a 2.7 liter turbo what do you think of the new interior zach way better right it is significantly better than the old Colorado and Canyon twins. And that's really a theme that's been recurring with these GM revamps. We saw it with the Silverado. Now we're seeing it with the midsize trucks. It's just a massive leap from previous generation. Yeah, they're killing it, especially on interior design. And we can show that with this new model back here. So that's the new Colorado. This is something special as well because this is the Silverado ZR2 Bison. And the ZR2 is the off-road Silverado front and rear locking differentials. But what does the Bison give you? Bison gives you, check this out, AEV bumper. You still get the flow tie like you do with the normal ZR2. Yep, you also get these special rock rails down the side. Yeah, let me show you that. On the inside here, we got AEV logoing on the headrests. But as Zach mentioned, I mean, look how nice this new interior is. It's so much better than the pre-facelift of the Silverado. The quality materials, the screen sizes, the integration of the buttons, it's just way better, guys. And then now back, of course, Bison logo along the rear. And then we got this big beefy rear bumper with these huge, seriously, one of the biggest integrated recovery points I have seen in my entire life. Just crazy. Now we do have a little bit of a black applique for um, the split tailgate. You can fold that down. You can, of course, carry various items of stuff, not new to the Bison. Uh, but one thing that you like about this, if you want to get low, the exhaust, yeah. what's going on there? You actually have the exhaust tucked up against the bumper. So unlike some other off-road trucks in the past where the exhaust just sticks down below the bumper. <laughs> Trail bus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you just bash into rocks and 
Well, if they were circular to begin with, they're not going to be for very long. Or the trail boss very squared off. Yeah. Now, as we move over, right, we got the big gas guzzlers here, and then things start to get a little bit more efficient. So we got this blazer in the brightest yellow I've ever seen. How would you describe this color? Extremely loud. Like, that is... That's all I can think of. It's just that my eyes pop when I look at this. It's just enormously yellow. It's like a highlighter green slash yellow. Um, now, the Blazer, of course, it's one of those cars that got a lot of criticism when it launched because people thought that it would be a Bronco competitor, and it turned out to be this sporty, small crossover. But it's selling pretty well, or so I hear. Yeah. And GM's taking it one step further, we'll get to that in a minute, because oh, yeah. this Blazer is actually going electric. Yeah. And they do have it here. We'll get to that in just a second. Got another Blazer over here, slightly more entry-level trim. And then on the stand is something very special. So oh, this yeah. is the all-new Chevrolet Corvette Z06. And this is currently the most powerful, naturally aspirated V8 on the market. 650 horsepower, please. I think you're pretty on the money. This one seen in bright orange with the carbon fiber wheels. And look at those brakes. That's nuts. Huge. Those brakes are bigger than my entire future. That is wild. And if I'm off on the power, please feel free to correct me and call me an idiot in the comments. Oh, don't do that. Zach's doing his best. <laughs> Enormous wing in the rear of the Z06. We got the quad exhaust poking out the middle. Now, of course, this is based on the latest eighth generation of Corvette called the C8. And really a beautiful thing take bets what do you think the dealer markup's going to be in a on a new c8 z06 i'm gonna guess at least 50 grand i think you're not because even with the stingray right <laughs> yeah. even with the with the corvette that launched out the gate there's been incredible markups like double msrp sometimes it's crazy yeah you're right now we come to some news. So there's been a couple of reveals here at the 2022 North American International Auto Show, and this unassuming Tahoe is one of them. Now, it looks like a standard Tahoe RST, but it's not. This is the Chevy Tahoe RST Performance Edition. Yeah. And it's a package that you spec on top of the RST that gives you some really police-grade upgrades is the best way to describe it because it's sort of related to the PPV. Literally police upgrades, yeah. So DV brakes, checked out those red painted calipers. It's got the suspension basically off of the police Tahoe. So Biden was here, President Joe Biden was here earlier today, and I'm sure he arrived in some sort of Tahoe or Suburban. Now the police version sit about 0.4 of an inch lower in the front and 0.8 of an inch lower in the rear. It's got different stability bars. That's exactly what the Performance Tahoe has. And, and Tommy, if you want to pop the hood for yeah. us. Yeah, let's talk through some of the numbers. What are we looking at? So here, let me get this open real quick. Nice. Maybe. <laughs> So here we are looking at still the 6.2 liter naturally aspirated V8 that you would get in some versions of the normal Tahoe. You can't spec it in the RST, obviously. Here you get 430... Yeah, 433. 433, I'm sorry. And yeah. then 467 pound-feet of torque. Yeah. Nailed it. So it's a little bit up on power compared to a standard uh, 6.2 in the Chevy full-size SUVs. And part of that's down to this new induction system. So check it out. We got like that K&N style air filter within this honeycomb box. It's also got a more free-flowing exhaust. So you get what, 13 more horsepower, something like that? So a little bit up on power. It sits lower. It's got those big brakes. They say 60 to zero stopping distance is down to 133 feet. Uh, top speed is higher. And then in the rear, you yeah, gotta check out the quad exhaust because they're beautiful. They really look good. And I bet they sound even better. Although unfortunately we can't actually start the Tahoe in here and listen to it. That kind of sucks, but what yeah. do you do? Well, it's the issue of coming to an auto show. Now what I love about this is it's like America. 6.2 liter small block Chevy, brand new. And then right next to it, let's talk about electrification. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're going to steer hard right into electrification here. Yeah, so you can even see like the Chevrolet um, logo up there, right? The wording, Chev EV is in blue and then Rolet. Now this is the all new Blazer EV. And this is supposed to Just be- Just a quick correction. We're looking at the Equinox oh. EV right here. Well, it's a little confusing because over <laughs> there is a Blazer. We'll get to that in a minute. This is the Equinox EV, but this is the new electric Equinox. And the big news on this is the starting price, which is supposed to be pretty affordable. 
right around $30,000 is what GM's quoting. Now this one isn't actually set to go on sale until next year, next fall, but GM insists that when it does go on sale, despite supply uh, constraint issues and materials costs, they will be able to still hit that price point. And that is for the base 1LT model. You can get a few different versions of the LT trim. This is the 3LT, so this isn't the base model. This is more of a top-of-the-line one, as you'd expect. And beyond this, you can get the RS trims as well, if you want a little bit more of a sporty feel. Up to 300 miles of range is what GM's quoting with the Equinox EV. Uh, you can get it in front or all-wheel drive configurations on most trims. Uh, the all-wheel drive kind of splits the difference on range depending on which version you get, about 280 miles. Yeah, and it's got a lot of kind of modern cool designs, so like the long, continuous, horizontal front light bar with the illuminated bow tie. What do we think of illuminated emblems on front of cars? It's definitely a new trend. It's something that used to be very concepty, and now it is making it through to many more production models. Yeah, that guy just got yelled at for opening up the charge flap. That was pretty <laughs> People funny. People have been swarming the Equinox EV. No, it's a big deal though, because like it's kind of got the feeling of a Bolt, but a little bit more premium. Now over here, we're looking at the new Silverado EV. So this is something very special. Of course, Ford has Lightning. Um, Rivian has their new electric truck. And this is Chevrolet's entrance. It kind of looks a little bit like an avalanche with a bed. So it's definitely unibody, right? There's a continuous line that continues from the front and the back. It's not a traditional cab separated from... Another illuminated yeah. front light bar. Yep, for sure, yeah. Very um, vertical front end. You can see the entrance of the front trunk there. So very futuristic in its design. A little controversial. What do you think of it in person, Zach? Honestly, I like it. And I'm the type where you know, my thoughts over the past few months has been, if this is the future of electrification, bring it on. If you want to vehemently disagree with me on that, I understand, but I'm digging it. Like, I'm really liking this design language for GM's EVs. I'm really curious to see what the final pricing will be, because I think it might be up there. I do think it might be a pretty expensive vehicle. Now, as we make our way to the rear, we can see the uh, split tailgate, kind of like we saw on the gas Silverado, and then, that's the big news, is the mid-gate. Yep, we're yes, media. He's got one. Yep. So, yeah, thank you. Uh, so, we're making sure we're media. But that's the big news, right, is the split mid-gate. So, you can actually lower the bulkhead of the truck and fold down the rear seats for longer items. And I think it's a good-looking design. I really like the way they've incorporated that. Um, and it's a little bit unique, right? Not any truck on the market has that I know, like some of the older Avalanche products had a similar philosophy but it allows you to carry longer items with a shorter bed. So pretty cool idea. Now, as we start making our way toward the other side of the Chevrolet booth, we see two models which have um, been a little controversial. So we got the Bolt and the Bolt EUV. What we're looking at here is the EUV. This is the slightly lifted SUV trim of the Bolt. Now, of course, there was a lot of issues when these cars launched with the batteries and there was a lot of stop sales and, you know, of course, a massive debacle that came through there. But they're at the show, so clearly they're pushing them. By virtue of the fact that they're at the show, they're moving past this. Yep. All right, we're going to make our way past the bolts and into some performance cars. So here we've got the C8 Corvette. It's an interesting look. So this is a, a C8 Coupe with this red strip along the outside of the wheel and red brake calipers. Um, almost like an old school mat, uh, Hot Wheels, right? With the red line wheels. Kind of an interesting look there. Now the C8 Corvette has been an enormous hit, an enormous hit for Chevrolet. This is the, uh, what is this? The 70th anniversary edition? Yeah, 53 through 2023. So you get your special badging there down the side. And of course, C8 Corvette only available in an automatic transmission, dual clutch automatic transmission. Here we see another Z06. This time we got, um, this bright blue, which is just a phenomenal look. I think they killed the look of this thing. What do you think, Zach? Oh, absolutely. And the, you know, the change in this C8 generation Corvette from you know front engine, rear wheel drive, it's been its entire lifespan to a mid-engine layout. And, you know, everybody has their opinions on that, but again, I, <laughs> I really dig it. So over on this side of the Chevrolet booth, we see maybe the dinosaur of the Chevrolet, the car's on the way out. So we've got the Malibu, 
Which I'm surprised they bought. Two of them. They brought two Malibus. <laughs> Interesting. And then over they here, They are sticking around for a little while longer. And so is the Camaro, for that matter. Have they been announced that they're being discontinued? Not officially. officially? With the Camaro, not officially. What about the Malibu? The Malibu, I believe, has been, been announced. announced that it's going away. All right. If and it then, hasn't, it likely will be very soon. Because who's left in this space, really, oh, at well, this point? Camry. <laughs> yeah, Ford. and that's pretty much it. And then Hyundai Kia is still in the Ultima, segment. but yeah, yeah, certainly Ford has pulled out. Same thing with Stellantis. Good-looking Camaro, actually. I love this bright blue. It's almost like a grabber blue on a Camaro. I'd love to know what the color of this is called. Uh, is this an SS? And no, it is not an SS. It's a little four-cylinder Camaro here, but good-looking little car. Now, as we make our way to the trucks, once again, Chevrolet just all over the board. You got bright blue Camaro all the yeah. way. To Great Silverado, big medium-duty trucks here. 6500 HD. So this is a commercial truck powered by, of course, the uh, Duramax made into the Allison transmission. We need Andre over here. He'd love this thing. Very cool. I'm always a big fan when these companies bring dump trucks to shows because auto shows are so tailored toward kids, trying to get kids involved in cars. And nothing's going to make a little kid perk up and say, wow, more than a big dump truck. We got a dump truck at the show. So congrats to Chevrolet. Uh, we also have their full-size line up here, so we got 2500s, 3500s, a little bit of everything in between over there. But that basically sums up the Chevrolet booth here at the uh, North American International Auto Show. Now we have a company here which is promoting EV charging solutions. And back there is something pretty exciting. So GMC also here in a really big way. Not only do we have their full SUV lineup ranging from the Terrain to the Acadia, but we also have a couple of models hiding behind the scenes. And actually, that GMC, I didn't even notice that on the way in. Yeah, we're looking at the GMC Sierra 1500. Well, I'm pointing at the Denali Ultimate. I think you're more interested in the AT4X. Yes, I am more interested in the AT4X. <laughs> exactly right. I haven't seen one of but these But there you person. go. There's a spread. If you want the ultimate luxury truck or if you want a more hardcore off-roader, AT4X. Yeah, check it out once again. Brought to you by AEV. This one seen with the integrated winch there. Synthetic cable, by the way. Uh, pretty beefy setup. I like the way that's incorporated. It doesn't stick out of the front like Let's you find in a Bronco. Big, beefy, beefy recovery points. Oh, these wheels are so cool. Look at these wheels. Fantastic. Really cool. Almost looks like a steel design, but more modernized. And then, of course, the Goodyear Wrangler tires. They killed. Uh, would you get this, Zach, or the um, Bison ZR2? Honestly, just personal preference here, but on styling uh, alone, I'd prefer the Sierra. I agree. So I'd definitely go for the AT4X. Multi-pro tailgate, man, thing's awesome. It's, they really were hiding these all the way at the back of the show, though. They were really putting these, we're at the corner here. But um, let's move toward the middle of the booth. We see two vehicles on display, GMC Canyons, and two different trims of the Canyon. Finally. Finally, new, just like the Colorado, new versions of the Canyon. It's been way overdue. Yep, you're right. Oh, look, there's Joe Rady from Rady's Rides. He's doing his video there in the middle of the stage. Hey, Joe, good to see you, buddy. So <laughs> here we've got the Canyon um, AT4X Edition 1. So this is, pricing's been announced, mid $60,000 range. For, for a mid-sized truck? <laughs> I mean, other than the Gladiator, you're probably not going to touch it in the price department. Pretty much. Uh, but yeah, it looks great. It's got the push bar in the front. It's got that integrated LED bar there. Along the side, we've got the beadlock capable wheels. We got the rock rails. It's got a bright white interior. So the interior is pretty flashy. You can kind of see it poking through there. Um, and then along back, got the uh, integrated bed bars in the rear rack system. If you wanted to, uh, you know, load it up with your tents, with your other cool accessories. And then in contrast, the Denali. Again, the luxury version of the mid-size Canyon. And you know what surprised me with this truck, Tommy? Because every new Canyon actually does get a little bit of a lift, at least a little bit of a lift. Here with the Denali, 10.2 inches of ground clearance. Yeah, it looks Which great. Even for the non-off-road truck, it's still really good. Yeah, you got the big tires kind of poking through there. It's got the wide body stance. I love how they incorporated the side markers off of the HD trucks into the fender flares. Looks great. Now, difference between the Canyon Colorado, Canyon has a few outputs of the 2.7. So there's less powerful versions, there's more powerful versions. Canyon, right out of the gate with the most powerful. Yep. Yep. Um, now, as we move 
into the middle of the GMC booth. A couple of things going on, right? Big focus on Hummer, the new Hummer EV. We see the rolling chassis of the Hummer EV, basically the architecture with the 200 plus kilowatt hour battery pack, just sitting there looking all chunky, the independent suspension. This is GM's new Ultium electric platform. Yeah, absolutely right. And then we see the final version, swarmed by people right now. We've got the- <laughs> Can't imagine why. <laughs> Hummer EV truck, edition one, right? First edition, this is the one that's currently um, hitting dealers right now. A uh, hundred and some thousand dollars for this truck. For the edition the, one. Edition one, yeah. And then this is the new SUV, which I think looks nice in person. I agree with you. I think and as far as proportions yeah. go, I kind of prefer the SUV to the truck. And just generally speaking, as far as what vehicles I tend to like in general, I tend to lean a little bit more toward SUVs, but that's just me. Yeah, I agree. No, I think it's a, it's a good looking rig. I love the, the short overhang on the uh, on the SUV. Look how tiny that departure angle is. This thing's gonna be able to tackle Moab like no one's business. It looks so good. And it's also this kind of matte green color, uh, a little bit of silver fleck in it. So I think they killed the design on it. With the gloss black contrast roof, yeah, it just comes together really well. And then those big beefy wheels too. Yeah. Goodyear Wrangler Territory MTs. We're seeing that on quite a few different off-road trucks nowadays. Yep, and then we get the big imposing front end staring us in the face. Hummer. Hummer EV. Yeah, so that's GMC. Buick. This is Buick. Buick. Doesn't have anything officially new here at this point, but... Got a cool concept over there, the Wildcat. They, they do have the Wildcat EV concept. Yeah, let's check this puppy out. So he said nothing new. I mean, nothing new production speaking, yeah. but you always get to see really cool concepts. And there's another one coming up when we make it over to Lincoln, actually. This is gorgeous, actually. So what we're looking at is a two-door coupe with a, look at those little roof panels. So they pop out to help with ease and exit out of the, the vehicle. Very nice design. It looks almost 1960s in kind of some of its inspiration. So maybe Buick's coming back in a lot of ways with a new style. Looking great. What do you think of the new logo, by the way? They got rid of the circle. You like it? It's nice, modern, a little bit more subtle than the old Tri-Shield logo. Hey, how's it going? Oh, thank you for watching. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, it's, they got rid of the circle. <laughs> now, as we come over <laughs> to Cadillac, we see- Cadillac hits you right off the bat with its massive exhaust from the Escalade V. Yeah. So supercharged V8, 6.2 liter Slade. What do you think, dude? The 682 horsepower, I believe. And again, if I'm not exact on the figures, you correct me on that, I'd really appreciate it. Oh man, this is awesome. I know Andre went on the press drive of this and he came back looking big pimping. He was so excited about this. <laughs> so uh, yeah, massive supercharged V8. This is what the Escalade needed a couple of years ago just to keep it kind of cool and fresh and relevant. And now it has it. And then this kind of dark red color, it's beautiful. Really looks good. Now in contrast, they're like, look, supercharged V8, also EV. So uh, this got the lyric. group of folks is huddled around the Lyric EV right now. Wow, there's a lot of people around it. Good to see excitement in this new EV. Maybe we'll show this one back here. It's a little bit less crazy. So this is also Ultium, isn't it? It's the new Ultium platform. That's correct, yes. Yeah, yeah so it's kind of got an interesting look. It's got a long hood with a pretty vertical rear end. It's um, almost kind of shooting brake-like in the way that the roof tailors into the back of the... Yeah, especially when you look at it in profile like this. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I bet you anything is locked. Oh, boo. No such luck. Boo, it's locked. But yeah, nice interior. Uh, I like the front end too. Cadillac's being pretty aggressive recently. Pretty bold, pretty in your face. Lots of um, horizontal, vertical, diagonal lines, all contrasting. Let us know what you think of the new lyric in the comments below. And if you do want to get a deeper dive into it, Roman has actually produced a video with the Cadillac lyric, so you can check that out on TFL EV. 100%. Now we're walking uh, through this enormous hall. This used to be called Kobo um, Convention Center. What's it called now? Uh, they went from Kobo to, I think it was TCF Center very briefly, and now it's Huntington Place. Huntington Place. I can't keep up. It's still Kobo in my heart. But Kobo Hall is huge. Um, funny thing is, so I mentioned earlier, President Biden actually was here, 
and they closed the hall to journalists for like two and a half hours on press day, and there were a lot of grumpy folks. We had to go through crazy security, and it was pretty nuts. But walking into Lincoln, a um, couple of concepts, but the big news is actually the Corsair, right? Yeah, we'll make our way back to that. Yeah, let's check this out. So, Corsair is the um, smallest in the Lincoln SUV lineup, and it's got some changes for 2023. What did they do, Zach? For 2023, what they did with the Corsair, so it's mainly, it's a non all new model, it's a refresh we're talking about here. But you'll notice it right away because it has a larger grill than the previous model year Corsairs. It also has a larger infotainment screen. We'll get around to that. Yeah, let's take a peek here. I'll take the camera for a little Go bit. For it. Poor Zach's arm is probably dying over here. <laughs> Maybe at the best of times, I'm a little shaky. <laughs> 24 minutes straight. Ooh, I like this velvety red interior. Yeah, it looks good. And then they changed around the engine a little bit, right? Right, so the 2.3 liter turbo is no longer an option for the Corsair. If you want to go with the gas only model, it is two liter only. Yep. And then there is the plug-in hybrid uh, Corsair Grand Touring. So you can still get that at the top end of the range. Now we are in this weird ethereal room right now with uh, these uh, almost like drapes hanging down in gold, with these giant gold balls above us. Lincoln always makes a lot of effort to create a really elegant atmosphere, not just with its cars, but also with its receptions. Yeah, they sure do. So every manufacturer spends a huge amount of time and money developing booths uh, for the auto show to kind of express their individuality. Here we have a uh, Lincoln concept that is folded open like a wallet. L100 concept, more specifically, and it's, a, it's out there for sure. So this car, the entire side of the vehicle folds back and acts as the door. I've never seen anything like this. Something tells me this is not going to hit production as such that. <laughs> That's unfortunate. The interior... I mean, just check out the, check out the wheels, the lights just going around. I mean, seeing it in photos is cool be like oh yeah it's a pretty interesting concept but actually seeing it in person it's pretty far out yeah well the interior looks like a swedish lounge and there's no pedals or steering wheels so. and that's kind of the shtick with uh, a lot of these concepts because it's not just about going electric it's also about fully autonomous vehicles the idea that eventually we'll get to level five full autonomy humans will not have to be involved in the process yep uh, that said, automakers are still designing interiors, at least by and large, that have steering wheels, pedal boxes. So you can take over and drive it. Some concepts actually make that a feature. So you don't have to completely give up uh, the experience of driving if you don't want to. But if you just want to get in somewhere and tell the car to go from you know wherever you are to wherever you need to go, you will have the ability to do that at some point down the road. Now, of course, there's intense debate on whether it's going to be a couple years from now, like mid-decade, or if we're gonna to have to wait until the 2030s or later to really have full autonomy. So we're right now in the Ford booth and we're looking- That's a hint at what's coming. Yeah, an enormous, an enormous scaffolding structure, sculpture of a prancing horse. So today Ford is unveiling the new Mustang. Now it isn't currently at the show. I assume that when it opens to the public, that's where it'll be. So as we're filming this right now, it's going to be revealed in about four and a half hours. Yeah. So we will cover that in person. That video will go up on TFL now. Uh, Andre also very kindly helped us produce a video on TFL car, so we'll have a wide range of coverage on the new Mustang when it does debut here in a few hours. But um, other things to look at, got the Ford Mach-E GT, looks good, and then this is cool. This is the new Ford Raptor R, the supercharged 700 horsepower V8 powered Raptor. What do you think of it in person? I, do, I mean, what else can you say with these big V8 super trucks? It's badass. It's a little subtle. So you got the- It's not quite as over the top as the TRX. So again, I, that could be a subject of debate. Yeah. I mean, you got the R badge there in the grill. You I got, like that. That's a nice touch. You got the bulge on the hood, but apart from that, right, you got a little bit of differentiation in the coloring on the rear graphics, but it's very hard to tell the Raptor R from the standard Raptor. Um, like Raptor R, there you go. There's the differentiation. Looks good in person though, right? I think it's gonna be, um, a truck once again or we see some massive dealer markup what do you predict if the trx has been any indication yeah we will see massive dealer markups when that 
is more widely available. I think you're right. Now, coming along to the Ford booth, of course, F-150 Lightning over here. Should take a quick stop by Toyota because there's a new Lexus here worth talking about. What's going on here, Zach? The Lexus RZ. Yeah, this is um, the fully electric small Lexus crossover. Related to the BZ4X, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah, it is related to that. And we'll actually cover another EV related to the BZ4X here in a minute. Um, yep, but the Lexus RZ looking a little bit more premium than what you find out of the Toyota. Oh, they locked it too. Come on, people. We want to see inside of it. That looks good, though. Well, yeah, we could talk about it in a more academic sense. <laughs> yeah, we can show the uh, steering yoke there, which is fitted on this model. Uh-huh. Not sure I'm on board. And speaking of how thing. Toyota is preparing to electrify for the future, I wanted to point this out as well. Yeah. So this is the Lexus concept. Looks a lot like a Supra, though. A lot like a Supra. Um, Again, I mean, just on the concept-like styling front, you know, I'm a fan. If this is the future, bring it on. I am totally happy about that. Let's My build it, though. Me. Yeah, let's make it yeah, happen. Yeah, let's actually build it. <laughs> So we got Supra here. Is it the new manual Supra? It is not. It's the automatic Supra. So of course Toyota has launched manual versions of the Supra, and of course the um, the new Corolla GR GR Corolla, which I don't see here. The 300 horsepower hot, hot hatch. I don't see it on the Toyota stand. And this is my first time checking out the Toyota Crown. So this is. You and me both. We're experiencing this in person for the first time together. How would you just? So it's like a crossover sedan. How would you describe it? It's, mm, I'm, I'm just thinking, that is pretty much the best way to describe it, really, in my opinion. Yeah, it's like a high-riding sedan. Kind of funky. Yeah, exactly, it is. Interesting wheels, too. We got these two-tone wheels, white on black, got that Stormtrooper look going on. Of course, this one, hybrid powertrain. Um, if you wanted a Avalon that sits eight inches off the ground <laughs> maybe the crown is for you well, what i wish they would have done though is the crown's great but we got to get a new forerunner the fifth gen forerunner is looking so old you know it's still competitive as, as much as i get crap like constantly for being a big fan of the forerunner i completely agree i mean this current generation has been around since 2009 2010 model year obviously there have been some updates since then uh it's supposedly going to be on the to-do list after the new tacoma so this is obviously the current generation tacoma we're expecting a new one for the 24 model year at this point i'm hoping yeah look i mean but but look we've done ton or i, I say we toyota has done tundra yep. at this point so yep, we yep. have the new tundra right down the way from there we have the new sequoia so you work your way down the list, right, of Toyota trucks, and once you hit Tacoma, I have to imagine they're going to land on 4Runner, so in I, due time. I hope you're right. I mean, you're right. The 4Runner is still one of my all-time favorite cars. It's just time for an update. It's time for a new model. Tacoma looking good. This dark blue, it's quite an attractive design, actually. I think it's quite nice. Yeah, very, uh, very bold, but, but not too over the top. This is the iForce Max as well. Look at that. So this is going to be... So the Sequoia for 23, this is the standard powertrain. Yeah. So you get the 3.5 liter twin turbo V6 with the hybrid system, like the uh, Toyota Tundra TRD Pro over there. But at least with the Tundra, on some models, you can get just the twin turbo V6 on its own. So uh, one thing which I'm curious about, I don't think it's been announced yet, but... I'm hoping we'll see a new Super Duty here soon. That's the current Super Duty. But Bronco has got some cool stuff going on. So this is the new Ford Bronco Heritage Edition. It's a throwback to uh, paint schemes and designs of the 1960s. So you get the white stripe, you get the white roof, you get the white grill, and you get the fantastic white wheels. And specifically, this Bronco Heritage Edition is based on the Big Ben model. Yep. So. Have we don't have pri official pricing for this yet, do we? I don't think we do. But when we do, because it's based on the Big Bend, it shouldn't be too outlandishly expensive. 
This one's been Sasquatch though, so it's got the 35s. But I love that the retro theme continues on the inside. So white dash with the red lettering, and they've incorporated the body color from the outside on the door panels, which is easily one of my favorite things that an OEM does. Plus we got these vintage, almost plaid looking seats. I think they killed it with the Heritage Edition, but it's not just a full-size Bronco that gets a Heritage, it's also the little one. The Bronco Sport Heritage Edition. Exactly. So if you don't need the capability of the full-blown Bronco, if you want to save a little money, save a little MPGs, Bronco Sport is an option. This one's seen as eggshell blue against the white. Once again, the white wheels coming in hot. White wheels making a I big comeback. I mean, we're comeback. throwing it right back to the 1960s with this kind of detailing. And obviously, it's more profound on the full-size Bronco. Yeah. I love this. I think that, honestly, if I were to buy a Bronco right now of any of them, Heritage Edition, just like this. Two-door red. But what about the Raptor? I mean, come on. You can't no. ignore the Raptor. Raptor's too much. I don't need the Raptor. Who needs 37s <laughs> on the Bronco? 35s are great. Uh, Raptor, of course is um, also going to deal with some insane markups. So, I mean, Unfortunately, that's the case for virtually every Bronco has been. At least for the normal Bronco, it's getting a little bit better. But, yeah. But, you know, do you need a TRX? Do you need an Escalade V? Do you need a Bronco Raptor? No, but I want one. Yeah, well, I do, but I just <laughs> it's so far out of reach. And even the MSP and the one we had over 80 so, grand. So if this one is indeed out of reach, dealer markup notwithstanding, there is still a pretty cool one right next to the Raptor, the Everglades. So I just drove this in Michigan. This is um, kind of the mudden, swamp-going adventure Bronco. Now the Everglades trim gives you the small engine, but it's got the winch, it's got the snorkel, it's got these special wheels, which look like 1552 kind of steelies almost. It's got the integrated roof bars. Everglades, I think, is going to be a vehicle that not a lot of people buy because it's a little expensive and a little confusing to the average consumer. But the few people who, relatively few people who do buy it, you're going to notice it, or the people who get them are going to know, and they're going to... They're I going to think it's pretty think cool. Pretty, yeah, exactly. Marine-grade vinyl seats here. We got the vinyl flooring. This is built for adventure. It's got everything out of the box you need, locking differentials. And, by the way, um, these are kind of fun little tick marks, I think, to indicate water depth. But not only did they give it the snorkel, they raised and changed the breathing systems on the diff and the uh, diffs and the transmission so you can go through deeper water. Really cool that they did that. Now, Here, Tommy, I'm feeling guilty if you want to hand that back to me. All right, I appreciate that. I'll take that. over camera duties and we'll uh, get Tommy on camera here again. So over there is Subaru. They don't work with us, so we're not going to work with them. Um, and here in the middle, we've got... I did want to mention real quick, the last uh, BZ4X related EV is the Subaru Solterra, but yes. yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> okay, moving on. What else are we missing here? There's this cool little uh, Bronco camp over here where they've got this uh, Bronco Mountain. You can see it all uh, lightning yeah, in there. Yeah, you want to sneak yeah. our way around over. We're going to have to go around the Everglades again. Now, this is a fun experience. If you are in Detroit, both Ford and Jeep are doing this now, where they'll put you on this big side slope in a new Bronco. Um, see that guy all sloped up there. <laughs> They'll give you an acceleration launch in a Mach-E or in a uh, F-150 Lightning. They'll drive you up this little simulated mountain. Oh, well, we're here, Zach. Two more Fords I want to talk about. Um, we have the Ranger Tremor and also the smaller um, Maverick Tremor over here, which are attractive options. So the Ranger Tremor is going to be the top dog off-road Ranger. Abroad, you can get the Raptor didn't come to the US. I don't think it will because there's going to be an all new Ranger coming shortly. And then for the 2024 model year, I want to point out. So when this model, and this is an FX2, so this is a two wheel drive truck. Oh, wow. When it is supplanted by the new Ranger, we will get a Raptor finally. Is it not a Tremor? I didn't realize that. So I want to point out right here. Yeah, look at that. So, so it's an XLT with the FX2 package. The decals kind of make it look like a Tremor. I don't think And it's actually, a let me... Am I going crazy? I've gone, well... You know, Zach, I do not know what we're looking at. FX2, so it's two-wheel drive. Someone in the comments is gonna throw a fit that we don't know what this is, but please <laughs> let us know. I'm not all that up on my Ranger terminology, but I am up on my um, Here, Tremor. Real, real quick, Tommy, come back, come back. Man, I like how shook. So for you folks who are actually watching, we get to check this out. Here's the Monroni, the actual sticker for the truck. Just want to point out 2022 Super Crew 4x2. Yes. And then 
sorry, it's going to take me a minute to find it. There it is, FX2 package. So no. that's what I was uh, referring don't, to here. Don't buy this. I don't think <laughs> two-wheel drive off. So it's trucks. like, yeah, get the FX4 or go home, I guess is Tommy's yeah. stance here. I mean, look. Now the you, Maverick Tremor. Well, now you like, got me all riled up on two-wheel drive off-road truck. I know not everybody needs four-wheel drive, but if you're going to get an off-roader, especially with off-road tires, it'll take you only so far. Just spend a little extra to get an FX4. Anyway, now, what are we Maverick looking at Tremor. here? Yeah, Maverick Tremor. So, much like the larger trucks, obviously the Tremor first re-emerged with the Super Duty, then there was the F-150 Tremor, then the Ranger Tremor came along based on the current generation truck, and now it's filtered its way down to the Maverick. Yeah. Now, so you get similar kind of copper colored styling cues. Sits a little higher. Yep. It's got front skid plate, and the big deal is it's got- Yeah, let me get down there and show, show the skid plate. Yeah. The big deal is it's got the twin clutch um, all-wheel drive system, the, the trick rear differential out of the top trim Bronco Sport. So it's a step above what the FX4 can do out in the dirt. No low range, right? But you do get these chunky tires. Looks good, actually. I think they did a good job with it. Yeah, and I've actually seen a few of these around. So the customer base, at least a lot of them, seem to like that truck. Full-size spare tire, by the way, in the uh, Maverick Tremor. Now we're walking through the Ford booth now. Uh, I think we can lose the blue carpet. I think it's time to move past the bright blue carpet. <laughs> it's just not doing it for me. And we'll enter this middle section. We've got a huge selection of cars um, of all different makes and models. Now, one thing that's really missing from the North American International Auto Show is really any German presence from a factory standpoint. So there's not like a giant Mercedes booth. There's no giant Volkswagen booth. It's largely Toyota and the OEMs, right, Zach? Yeah. But um, certain dealers have arrived with some of the new models. Also, um, there's a competition called North American Car of the Year. They've got a bunch of cars thrown throughout the middle here, but we got some interesting models like the new Lexus RX, which if you're around, you should definitely check out the RX if you come to the uh, 2022 Auto Show. This is pretty funky, this white one, F-Sport, I believe, with the uh, black wheels. Looks good. Yep. Um, I believe but, this is the RX 500H. Nice. Which is exclusively available with the F-Sport performance package, and indeed it is. Yeah, looks good. And then also, we kind of go around a little bit. I think there's the face that, well, we got BMW. You want to cover that? No, I don't want to cover it. So BMW has four cars here, and the alarms have been going off nonstop. So apologies for that. You probably heard it at earlier points in the this video. And I don't know why they decided to lock the cars, but also the doors open. But what we've got is M variants of all the cars just freaking out nonstop, driving me up the actual wall. So cool stuff here, BMW iX. Yep. Um, i4, iX, M3. And we have the M3. Now this is cool. So the iX is the full electric BMW and there's a special self-healing film on the nose where a lot of the sensors are. So if you nick that, it will actually, with a little bit of heat, morph back into its original shape. Um, but I want to show this truck. We've got a full video on it over at TFL Truck. Hey, um, this is the Lordstown Endurance. So this is a fully electric vehicle produced by a brand new manufacturer called Lordstown. I interviewed the CEO earlier, and it's apparently going into fleet production for fleet customers starting at the end of the year, right? Fourth quarter? Yep. Now, 550 horsepower, four hub motors built in Ohio. I think that's right. 109 kilowatt hour battery. They're predicting a range of about 200 miles um, on a single charge. And yeah, pretty attractive front, very uh, kind of curvaceous, very aero focused. Now Lordstown has been in the news a lot. A lot of time, not for great reason, um, but I'm hoping we'll actually see it in production. So that's some of the cars here in the center. Let's move over to Stellantis. What's the big news at Stellantis this year, Zach? Well, I mean, where do you want to start? You can start with Dodge. You start, I mean, we're right in front of Dodge. We'll get to Jeep. There's some big news there as well. Let's uh, start with couple, Dodge. Yeah, we're here A couple pieces of news. Uh, you'll see the car that people are swarming. We'll get to that in just a second. But right here is the Hornet. And specifically, they have two variants of the Hornet here. So over here on the left, the base model, this is the Hornet GT, two liter turbo, 268 horsepower that's what they've officially rated it at at this point and then if you come over here there is the glh the goes like hell yeah hornet 
Right, so it's a name from the 1980s. Now the Hornet's based on the new Alfa Romeo Tonale. So it's a very small, um, very kind of tidy crossover SUV. Four-cylinder engine or plug-in hybrid options. The GLH is based on the four-cylinder. It's a good-looking little thing, actually. It sits about an inch lower than the standard um, Hornet. We got these enormous 20-inch wheels with those big red Dodge brake calipers back there. I think they did a cool job with this. Yeah, absolutely. Matte black hood decals. Um, you know, obviously, it's hard to make a really small crossover seem sporty and appealing. But you're Dodge, right? You're the brotherhood of muscle. I got my beard and my Coke, let's go drive. So it's like, you gotta make the small crossover interesting. And I think they did a pretty good job. And I just wanted to mention the plug-in hybrid version, which Dodge is branding the RT for the Hornet, is not here, but it will go into production. We should see it next year. Now, spinning here. Spe speaking of brotherhood of muscle <laughs> yeah. and where that's going. One of the most highly anticipated and also most controversial cars here is the new Dodge Charger Daytona SRT, SRT Banshee, Banshee concept. Special edition, 1969 edition, Brotherhood of Musclever. I mean, it just like the name is too long, but this is the future of the Dodge brand when it comes to electrification. So remember the power output on this? It's nuts, right? So there isn't official power output figures, but Dodge is promising above Hellcat levels of performance. Now there are multiple, or when this car goes into production, there will be multiple power levels that you can have. Okay. We're talking fully electric here, 800 volt electrical architecture. And Dodge is just saying above Hellcat. So if you want to base that around the Hellcat Red Eye, 797 horsepower, talking 800 region. Demon was 840, so. Now, it's going to be a powerhouse, that's for sure. And because it's electric, it's going to do that from right from the start. Yeah, all-wheel drive. This car launched Charger back in the 60s as a two-door. Then it went four-door in the early 2000s. Uh, and now it's back to two-door. So they're bringing the Charger name back to two-door. But I just spoke with the head designer for all of Dodge and Chrysler and Jeep and all of it. And he said that this car is going to have the biggest rear seat of any two-door on the market. So it's designed in such a way where it's supposed to have a very usable rear seat. I'm excited for it. When they launched it, they had this kind of electronic rev thing. I don't think it sounded very good, but um, apart from that, it's got a transmission, right? It doesn't have gears, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, and they call the exhaust, like it's Frexonic chamber exhaust system to uh, actually make it emit some yeah, interesting noise. It's not like a speaker, it's something else, right? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. A, a actual physical kind of resonator, and I apologize if I'm really butchering how I'm how that works. So walking into the Stellantis Jeep uh, booth here, um, lots of cool stuff going on. Big focus on electrification is here. So not only do we have the Wrangler 4xE, but the Grand Cherokee 4xE, and a new special version of the Wrangler, which we'll show you in a second. But before we get there, this white car looks like a Chrysler 300, because it is a Chrysler 300, but not your typical one. But Tommy, the Chrysler 300's been around forever. What could they possibly do to it for this model year? Well, what they did is call it the 300C. So they brought back the 300C nameplate, which has been around since the 56 season and of course in the previous models. But now they've given it 6.4 liters with a V8 Fury. So 485 horsepower. Now, you gotta be careful, a lot of people around here. Um, this basically seems like an SRT uh, 300C that was killed in 2014 because it really is an SRT 300. It's just not called that anymore, right, Zach? It's just the Chrysler 300C, that's correct. And they're only building 2,200 of them, and pricing? $55,000. Which honestly, for a new performance car in 2022, seems alarmingly uh, realistic, which is quite Trouble good. Trouble is, uh, if you want one at that 55,000 mark, you're gonna have to act fast, because there are only 2,000 of them for the US. Yeah and 200 for Canada for the 2023 model year. All right, I'm gonna grab the camera really quick. Go we need to it. talk about this. Yeah. For some reason they have corralled it deep within this uh, barricade. But that is the new Jeep Wrangler Willys 4xE. What is that, Zach? That is the plug-in hybrid Wrangler based on the more affordable Willys trim. So you get into it for, I think it was 53,995? Yep, that's exactly right. So it's the more affordable entry point than say the Sahara or the Rubicon, that sort of thing. 
Absolutely. So it's going to be a little bit more of an entry-level model. Now, camp Jeep here still exists. You got this giant Jeep mount, just like Ford did, where they're testing um, side slopes and locking discs and all of that. But we also see the 30th anniversary of the Grand Cherokee, which was launched back here all the way in the early 1990s for the 1992 model year. They drove it through the glass at Cobo Convention Center up the stairs. It was a big thing. Uh, I think the mayor did that or someone like that. But the reveal for this one is a little bit more subdued. A little more subdued. They didn't uh, drive it through glass. Yeah, that's true. But we still have the uh, brand new Grand Cherokee 4xE in 30th anniversary, guys, there to celebrate three now, decades of production. Huge amount going on at the Jeep booth in uh, the North American International Auto Show. Uh, lots of people, lots of excitement. Um, now, they did recently announce two all-electric models, the new Wagoneer S and the Jeep Recon. Those aren't here right now, so they didn't bring them. Those are going to be shown next year? That's correct, yeah. Both of them will actually be shown to the public sometime next year. Jeep didn't specify exactly when, but, you know, assume sometime within the next few months. And I think we're going to finish over here with Ram. So if you are interested in seeing the full lineup of 23 Ram trucks, they're here at the show. Everything from the uh, Power Wagon to the ProMaster, the van, right? And you can see the new digital screens if you should come up to the show this year. And then Ram has an experience as well. So lots of experiential kind of uh, situations where they want to showcase the capability of the vehicle. This purple is insane. I love the purple on this new Wrangler. I think it's crazy. Um, but yeah. That is your tour, in-depth tour, of the 22 North American International Auto Show. Some stuff we didn't show you. We got to go interview some folks, so, so we're going to tune off. Zach, what do you think? What is your last impression? I mean, there's a great spread of stuff here to see, and it's an exciting time. It really is. So, And there's a little bit of something for everybody. So you want your 6.2 liter supercharged super truck, check that out. You want to take on Camp Jeep, specifically in the 4xE Wrangler Rubicon here. You can do that. Oh yeah, there's all sorts of fun stuff to do. You want your diesel heavy duty trucks, they're still here. If now, you want anything full electric from a tiny little hatchback all the way up to full size electric trucks, you can check that out as well. Check it out, my calendar here. Um, public days, I think, start on the 16th, right? This Friday of September? Saturday. Saturday, Saturday. 17th then. Google it. It, today's the 14th of Wednesday. But as always, a huge thank you for watching. Um, big thank you to Zach behind the camera. I need to go grab some water because my throat's about to fry, and we'll see you in the next video. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.